Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Today is Wednesday, October the 9th, uh, 2019, and today I have brought back one of my most influential teachers in my life for a chat for the fourth time here on Elisa Unfiltered. Yes, four times. She um, is just an amazing woman. I get, I'm, I'm so excited, people, okay, because Adele Stratton, otherwise known as Yoda, is back on the show today. For those of you who have never heard me speak about Adele, she is an integrational manual therapist and the director of the Phoenix Rising Healing Center here in Ottawa. Uh, I've been working with her for for years. I'm not kidding. I think the first time I ever saw her, she treated me was like 15 years ago, I want to say, or more. Uh, however, we've been working together on a regular basis for about five years. I consider Adele to be my life coach, my spiritual coach and healer. I love to see her. I love going and and getting help and getting guidance. She has seen me through my darkest days, has been instrumental in guiding me to be a more mindful human being and to, to continue my work on awareness as I continue to wake up and heal myself and She's hilarious, and I consider her to be a very good friend. So today, we're talking about how things this time of year seem to feel or be so hard. Everything's just getting hard right now, and um, we're going to chat about how to become more mindful of our thoughts and feelings, as well as find the positives in the everyday moments. So this is a Fabulous episode for everyone, whether you know Adele or not. Get ready, people. Here we go. Let's get started. Adele, hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Yay, so happy to be back. I know. It's been a little while. Well, not really. I mean, you're my most popular guest. Oh, thanks. (laughs) And mainly because you are my biggest teacher. And we continue to work together and... I love all your messages and I feel like you are part of the the goodness, the co- the collective higher vibration of the world. And so yes, your message must be heard by everyone. So pay attention everyone. <laughs> okay, so today uh, we are going to talk about a couple of things, but mainly what's been coming up for you and in your practice and what's been coming up for me in many, many ways is, I don't know if it's the time of year, but things right now seem so hard. Mm-hmm. Everything seems so hard. It's hard to change. It's hard to wake up in the morning. It's hard to eat healthy or do sort of the normal things. Well, that's for me personally, I'm finding it very challenging to sort of stay positive even, to find the positives in life. 
So let's begin. <laughs> <laughs> let's begin there. Let's begin that there. That sounds like a really good start, actually. <laughs> so what's happening right now? Well, I do believe that in the collective consciousness right now, the world is going through a huge shift. There is a lot of negativity in the collective consciousness, uh, which means that yeah, what, thought, what is that? Yeah. yeah, which means the thought form. A lot of people thinking about the uh, the planet, the state of the planet. A lot of people thinking about politics and mm-hmm. how it's affecting their lives. A lot of people thinking about. Um, what's happening financially to them and we hear a lot about uh, retribution and people being Mm. in a financial crisis and what they used to do before they can't do now doesn't sustain them so i feel that that thought form which then we call it collective because it collects into an energy okay just gave me an idea for something anyways (laughs) i love it i love it too i was like um anyways yes so it's in the collective it's in the thought form and this is why then people start to feel that heaviness because if they start to buy into it if you get up in the morning then the first thing you do is get on your social media or you're a news buff and you turn on CNN, bam, it's got you. So how do you get into a positive momentum out of that? So that's why. That's, okay, so the collective consciousness. So in other words, is it like my neighbors? Is it me? Is it my immediate family? Or is it like the whole world? Or it's the, the whole world. It's the whole world. It's the whole world. It is, first of all, yes, the people around you are going to affect you first and foremost but then when you go out into the world and you listen i can remember uh you know uh the newspaper calling me the local newspaper mm-hmm. saying you know do you want to buy a subscription to the paper and i said no thank you and he said well uh how do you get the news do you listen to the radio i said no he said do you watch tv i said no, no. he said well how do you know what's current and i said Every time a client walks in the door, they're going to tell me who got murdered, bad accident on such and such. The world is in crisis. I said, I, I don't need to buy a paper. <laughs> I'm going to hear it anyways. That's hilarious. I don't do the news either. That's why I got rid of my television. Right. I could not. I can't watch the commercials. I can't right. watch the news. I can't watch. like I'm, I mean, I see enough of it or hear enough of it, like you said, in the the general talk okay so let's just get really specific here with an example because because the other day I woke up I was I didn't wake up on the wrong side of the bed I did my normal routine I felt okay but it just kind of had this like sluggish feeling and I went to work and some people at work that were that I work with were having bad days and okay. immediately I just became in the bad mood I just I just I don't know fell into it as well and I was kind of complaining a lot and the shift overall was just not a great shift right. for me and then I came home and I kind of snapped myself out of it and I was and I was like oh so why does that happen well as so first of all you wake up and you are sort of feeling like that now 
here's what what we mean by you know the people around us well you know when we're working with people all the time we kind of become you know in sync with each other yes it's just like when we say you know you're you know women start having their cycle at the same time that is such a good point we do like oh yes oh yes yeah so it is kind of the same thing you may have been picking up on your coworkers mm-hmm. and um, and what was going on for them. And of course, because you work with them, you see them often, you kind of picked it up a little bit. So it's really good to understand the word discernment and to know what is yours and what is not yours. So what is discernment? What so discernment mean? means being able to detect you're like a you're like a detective okay that you can know you have a knowing when a certain feeling that you have or or certain thoughts that they're not actually yours but they're coming in through the pipe they feel like mine though yes they feel like mine i and i've talked to many people about this and it feels like it's coming from me and then I end up going into the programming about the loop, like, why am I so tired? Why is everything so hard? What, you know what I mean? And then I blame myself and then it's like, oh, and then I have these moments of where I, I connect and realize that it's not me, but I realize it's not me. And I've, through the work that I've been doing, I'm able to let it go and kind of start fresh and have these like beautiful aha moments of like, oh, and then poof, it's gone and I'm okay. Right. But in the moment and speaking with others out there who are trying to you know shift and and heal how like when when this is happening how what's yeah how do you get out of it right then and there yeah and that is called choice okay if you know and you are aware that you have choice at that moment you have a choice if you are aware you choose am i going to stay in this or am i going to move out of it and so right away what do you do well how about I ground myself or how about I just start chanting? Ah, right? How about I start <laughs> chanting? Just, <laughs> yeah. Just laughing or singing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Om Modipalme Om. You know, <laughs> something that can turn it around and send you in the other direction. Right. But you need to know that, that in that moment, you can make a choice either i'm gonna follow this and allow it to pull me down and and build stronger feelings or i'm gonna go oh that's not mine and just like either you know snap your fingers yes (laughs) you snap it out of yourself ground yourself get up and dance but do something that's gonna shift that so what is happening when we are in that in that space uh when when we're feeling sorry for ourselves when everything's hard what is actually happening is there a way to like just because i feel like that is a something a lot of us have in common is sure. that feeling of it's so hard yeah and that that is the old program right okay. that's the old program that that uh remember that we are downloaded uh, uh you know into our dna uh, with the good, the bad, and the ugly from yeah. our ancestors and something may be coming up for you from them. Not necessarily yours. Uh, however, that that feeling that you have in that, it could be something um, that's old 
it's come to the surface or you had an interaction with somebody the other day and that's come to the surface. And so basically, no matter where it's coming from, it's more important about how it makes you feel. Yes. So if you if it feels heavy, if it makes you feel sad, if it makes you feel downtrodden, yes. if it makes you feel like, woe is me, yes. that, it doesn't matter. But you need to change it. That's yes. all. Yes. Right? That's all. So instead of going like, hmm, if you don't want this. to feel that way anymore, you need to change it. Absolutely. I guess in many cases there are people that those are like well that's the victim yes that's the victim the victim's famous should should get an academy award (laughs) because uh, and it would win every year Uh, (laughs) because of the fact that the victim is so powerful for for everyone and so just explaining that that those thought forms come from other places how we then can attract people in those places and then how we become a club. And mm. then all of a sudden it's let's get together and bitch for an hour mm-hmm. about how, how horrible our lives are. And you just don't know how bad it is. Uh-huh. So if you don't want to be in that club anymore, then you do something positive about it. You do something to change it. Okay, so let's talk about what some of the positive things we can do or how we find the positive moments in the everyday life because yeah you know it's positive if you win the lottery or like get a promotion or get married like those like big monumental moments are great but there are moments yeah Let- and they are moments and okay. i think that's what people need to realize that a lot of people search for happiness outside of themselves mm. the yes. happiness is within you so if you're constantly out if you're constantly like shopping if you're constantly distracting yourself with, you know, television, if you're constantly distracting yourself by um, talk, uh, uh, talking on the phone yeah. or, uh, you know, texting, it, it, social, texting media, social media, that's all distraction. Eating. <laughs> e- yeah, eating. I mean, it's so many things. So many things. So many things. So you can distract yourself, you know, from that. But when, if you, understand what's really going on and that you really want to change then you first must understand that you have choice free will Mm -hmm. that uh i you know some some people say oh well i i know there's a book written about this about you really don't have free will it's all it's all the plan blah 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 whatever yeah you know what but but i uh what you a, a really need to understand is about your ability to choose in that moment what what the feeling you really want if you really want happiness if you want to change that then you'll you'll sit down and yes. meditate ah okay i like this sit down and meditate check writing that down right or as i say you'll chant Om Madhipa Me Om is a very famous chant. It's for compassion and love. And when I was over in uh, Kathmandu, yeah. we would wake up in the morning, go out in the street, and it was blasting through the streets. Really? Yes. And 
how can you think anything negative when you are surrounded by this beautiful chanting and they're all out and they have little altars everywhere and they're lighting the candles and putting fruit on it and Mm -hmm. you know got the incense burning and everybody's smiling with a big namaste i mean how could you how could you be grumpy you can't so you see they've got it right Mm -hmm. they're about clearing the mind and so you make a choice to clear your mind from that. What would you say to somebody who um, feels that they don't have a choice? There have been times in my life where I've felt that I'm stuck. I'm so stuck. I can't choose. Right. So I'm stuck. I'm, I'm too afraid, I guess, to choose. Yeah. So that, that just shows... Uh, Resistance. I mean, there there are all sorts of stories all over the world about show how people have been in just such horrid situations. Yes. And they have found a way out. Yes. And the word can't re- can't actually means choose not to. Can't means choose not to. Yeah. Yes. You know because you We've can. We talked about that before because yes. you can. You can. And. Sometimes I get confused with the can because sometimes I can, but it, it doesn't change immediately. So that's something where I have to like relax and show myself some compassion. So when I decide to make a change or I choose something different, it might not feel exactly the way I want it to in the beginning moments. Sometimes it does. It takes for me time to feel unstuck. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, practice makes perfect. Yeah. So, so maybe you're, you're really working at changing the way you're feeling, the thoughts that are coming into your head and bombarding you. Yeah. And you want to really be upset and you want to really blame somebody for something. You want to make somebody suffer because yes. you're suffering. Yes. You want what revenge. Is that? <laughs> well, that, that is what it is. That's your ego working yes. hard for you. Yeah, it like, really you is. Know, you know, that son of a gun, you know, I'm going to uh, make him pay, you know, like, look what he did to me. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's really about, you know, the experience that we've come here for. And, and I've heard this, you know, I've seen some people who say, oh, you, what? I really wanted to have cancer. Yeah. And uh, I say, no, no, no. That's, it's not that it's, it's not the cancer. It is about the experience, the journey as you go through it and what you're going to learn about yourself. Okay. So let's go into that a little bit because... Um, I've had some discussions as well. My last podcast was on a willingness to change because this is something that's really coming up for me is like in through the shit, I have this small willingness. It's a small will to make a choice, if you will. I like those, that, that word. Um, but the cancer thing or the mother nature destroying your house thing, like people feel they don't have the choice. They didn't ask for that or choose that. True. So how... What does that mean? How can people in situations like that understand this? Yeah. So that is like, that's such a perfect example of, you know, when you just feel absolutely destroyed that 
and you feel like you have no control. Yes. And that's the magic right there. The no control, because we do think we are in control. Yes. However, we are not. We are not. Yes. And I have learned to take my hands off the wheel a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I just have faith (laughs) that everything's going to work out for me. And that through that experience, you are definitely going to learn something great about yourself. Your your resilience, Mm. your courage, your strength your perseverance Mm -hmm. we call these we call these qualities or resources that we have within ourselves that when something like this happens there is something inside of us that we call upon and whether we know it exists or not it shows up in times of challenge great challenge Mm -hmm. and there we are and we determined i would say for me that's probably Uh, a a big quality of mine a resource that determination is Mm -hmm. like I'm so determined to get it yeah that that I I, I, I'll do everything so that I can do that right so I can be that yes yes so we all have that within us and so you know the thing is is that too when we We talk about these great disasters, you know, we talk about fighting the great fight. Yes. You know, but that's such a negative word, fighting. Why fight with it? So you just build more resistance against it. And also too, did you think it just showed up one day? (laughs) Yes. No. There has something been going on on the in the underbelly of everything. Everything there's been something going on there for a long time. Something has been brewing for a long time. Did we listen to the signs? No. Mm-hmm. We waited until the great impact came. It's just like what's happening with the climate. Mm-hmm. We waited. We waited. Oh, that'll never happen. That's not going to happen. Oh, it won't happen while I'm here. You know, mm-hmm. I, I heard that many, many times in school. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. We're yeah. fine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't give a rat's ass about anybody else. Yeah, you know. Well, oh, oh, all right then. So yeah, so now here we are in this in this place, and people are panicking. I really like how you talk about the experience of things, and we are all here for the experience. So let's just, I just just for people that are tuning in that may not have heard you speak about this right. before, what does that even mean, the experience? Like I, I find there needs to be a certain level of consciousness or awakening to understand that we're here for an experience. Yes. Does that Yes, absolutely so Well, yes, yes, absolutely. Because you'll see people that came for an experience thinking that they would be able to uh, rise to the challenge. Mm-hmm. And that they would be able to overcome it or heal it, you know, whichever situation, like overcoming, you know, despair or yes. healing despair. You can use either word, but, um, but, but we have an eternity to figure things out. So it doesn't mean that in every lifetime you're going to get it. Right. You know, uh, I have worked with people who have really had great challenges in their lives with maybe 
somebody in their life it, and it it's usually somebody directly connected to them a family member because yeah. the family the family bond is strong yes right and so it it usually gives us this great greater challenge um so but you know i've i've seen them say you know oh my you know my father he's he's a was such an alcoholic and everything and I keep on trying and I say don't <laughs> don't because he, that person has to want it bad enough that they're willing to make a, a change to yes. choose to go the the hard road in order to make uh, 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 in order to make a positive change for themselves come out of the swamp um and so they might go through their entire lives being an alcoholic and a drug addict and yeah. die like that. Yes. And and uh, it's like, oh well, you, you got that, next time. That and but that is that person's choice. And then exactly. there's the people around them. So I actually have a friend right now who's struggling with her brother, and how she he's in a tough situation and she feels responsible. Yeah. No. She feels responsible to help. So. This, but however, we can say we are all in this for the experience to understand you have a choice and both sides are right. Yeah, There's no exactly. right or wrong nope. in the choice. We just go down that road this time and then we go down this road and then we're like, oh, okay, I'm going to climb up the ladder instead of falling in the hole That's or right. whatever. That's right. So, uh, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the experience That's- we is where our choice comes, where we can learn that we are not in control 100% of the time and pay attention to our program. So um, just to go back to the programming thing, we touched on it for a second and then we kind of went away from it is how, how is the program or what we've learned or our ego or the voice in our head distracting us from this truth? Um... How is it doing it? Yes. Well, we go right back to the collective consciousness again. Yes. Because that is that is why, you know, one of my best times to meditate is in the middle of the night. Okay. Because, because... that's when the collective consciousness is asleep. Mm-hmm. And, or mainly asleep, at least surrounding you and your own surroundings. And then that's when you can, you can get the best meditations ever. Mm-hmm. is because then you have you're clear of all of that and and so it's that's why it's really good to at least meditate first thing in the morning before you start your day because the collective consciousness hasn't wound up yet okay so that is a a, a good way to make um to make change and why is this distraction bad that that seems like an obvious question, but uh-huh. I wouldn't say uh, we, we don't like to call anything good or bad. It's just how, what do you want to pay attention to? Yes. Okay. You know where are you gonna where are you where are you gonna give your power to? Okay. Right. Right. You can choose to be distracted. You know, you can choose all that. Now, meditation, as I've said many times, uh, is something that I resisted forever yes <laughs> like five years we and I were working together I'm like I can't do it I don't want to do it however I've started to and I'm like in the five minutes in the morning sort of deal or I like doing it 
if I wake up to pee in the night exactly. and before I go to bed, I kind of like, I don't sit up though. I lay down and put my hand on my heart and my stomach and I breathe mm-hmm. and I, okay, so what, how I meditate, right. I may have said this before. I'm not sure if I've said this on a podcast, but I try to feel my body connect to my breath and remove the thought. So you have given me a great advice to say, clear my mind. <laughs> if I can't get yeah. rid of that, the dream that I was just in or yeah. what I'm going to do later or how I want my next date to go or whatever the fantasy is that I'm creating in my mind, I'll say, clear my mind, clear my mind, clear. Sometimes I have to say it a thousand times in five minutes. Absolutely. Others, I can say it a few times and I just literally feel my body and I feel grounded and present and heavy on my mattress in the nighttime. So that's sort of what meditation means to me. Um, since I started doing that for five minutes, other neat things have started to happen. Mm-hmm. But when you're starting to meditate, cause it's very sort of foo-foo, voodoo, mm-hmm. spiritual, and I don't know, my ego, resisted it because I thought it was too la la foo foo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't or, know. What, or woo woo. Or woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> We're making up words, but yeah. yeah. Hilarious. So so yeah, the woo woo stuff. I don't know. what's your what's your advice to someone who's like, I'm not meditating. Woo woo, you know? Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because their experience is going to be different than mine. Yes. I don't need to tell them what to do. If they come and ask me, though, Mm -hmm. if they want my advice and say, I really want to make positive change in my life because I have been on on a wheel or a circle and going round and round. And uh, I, I want, I want to get off. I want to get off the Ferris wheel. Then yeah. you say, okay. Then this is what you do. And the first thing I recommend is meditation. So how does one start to meditate? Okay. So some people uh, 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 want to have guidance. Yes. Um, so they, you know, if they're good with that, if if that works for them, you know, then you know find there's all sorts of meditations on the internet tons millions yeah Yeah. you know so and of course more and more people are talking about it correct yes more people than ever i can remember back in the 80s if you said well the energy and people would look at you like what did you just say and now everybody talks about energy well, my energy was really low. I don't know. I kind of detected some energy there. Yeah. You hear those. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's it's like, oh, and now we're, we're talking about meditation the yeah. same way. So, you know, people are catching on to that. And, and it's like very, very positive. So some people need a guided meditation because it helps them to focus. Mm-hmm. And I say, bravo, bravo, uh, which whatever works for you. For myself, I like to introduce grounded meditation to people because of the fact that, you know, what it does for you, how it helps to dissipate your negative feelings, your negative thoughts, how it helps you to stay present in the moment. So I'm, I'm a big believer in that. Yes. But whatever works. And the other way too is just like simply watching your breath. 
Um, the Tibetans use this method of watching the breath. And the breath, and, and that's exactly what it means to watch how you're breathing in and out, fast and slow. And you'll the longer you can do it, you'll have a deeper experience with it because you'll start to, your whole breathing pattern will change. When I have done this, I have actually got to the place of no breath. Right. Very cool. So it's very cool. And this is what they say brings enlightenment. And that's why they practice it. Interesting. So that is the that is the no being. So when we have this thoughtless stillness, yeah. What is that doing? What is happening? So what, what is happening at that that time? It is unloading your mind. It is taking all the ego out yeah. of your mind. It's emptying out so we can be mindful. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, so you want mindful is to be able to watch your thoughts all the time. Yes. To be mindful and and mindless is emptying out the ego. So that's why you do it is is so that you make the ego weaker and weaker and weaker, and um and, and so that it it doesn't have control over you anymore. Yes. And in those cases, I find that I can't. I can't do it. Start to shift into that I'm choosing not to. That's right. Then you can start to pay attention to that. Right. So when I started meditating, my words, my choice of words, mm -hmm. in the responsibility of my choices in mm -hmm. life, mm -hmm. started to. I I got it. Right. I started to get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. So stillness. Does it does is there a physical is it only in the mind or what being still in the body is it for the mind is it for our spirit well stillness is to be able to clear your mind of all the chatter and to be able to really feel a sense of peace within yourself like a deep peace so Love there it. you breathe, right? Yeah. You breathe. Yeah. I just had to let go there. <laughs> there. There you go. You, you just went into your parasympathetic nervous system. Oh, did I ever? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what do you want in this world? World peace. <laughs> <laughs> and that starts within. Yes. World peace starts with five minutes. That's right. Start. You are the world. I love it. This also requires, we spoke about this a little bit before we started recording, um, where does, where do we put our faith here? Like what, what does faith have to do with this? Like the not knowing mm -hmm. what this five minutes a day is going to do. I think you said to me earlier, meditation for five days or five minutes a day will change your life. Absolutely. So for someone who's never meditated before, AKA me last year, mm -hmm. I was like, sure. Okay. And then there was just this like, I changed, I did it. Now I have a sense of faith in myself mm -hmm. more than I've ever before. Right. So where does that sort of play a role? Like I wrote down here of putting faith into the universe and how we're afraid to do that. Well, it, and it is a big fear because of the fact that we have been taught 
and we have been shown and um, it's all around us all the time for us to believe in this world yes now mind you we did come here for an experience but we came here for the experience and uh, again going back to and how we we are able to recognize that we were asleep and now we're awake and now we can believe in who we really are before we came (laughs) yes so it, it you know um faith in the universe means to absolutely believe that the you know the the creator all that is the source whatever god whatever you want to call that uh that you know is not about creating suffering for us um it is about knowing believing that the universe only wants good for us all the good so if 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 we believe in that then you will see how that will actually happen to you mm-hmm. that things do change for the better because you believe that you deserve better yes and that's the way it's really done so we're the ones that create all the uh, uh the darkness we're the ones that create all that negativity yes. so you know if you <laughs> yes can, yeah and if you can take your hands off the wheel and and just put your utmost faith in the universe that everything you know was always going to work out for you as as you know i say and everybody else on law of attraction will say yeah um and no i like my favorite mantras my all-time favorite mantras are this i am a good person and i know that for sure i know that the universe knows that Mm -hmm. so i know the universe has my back i know that i am a good person the universe knows it the universe has my back and everything always works out for me everything always works out everything always works out that's something i need to i need to include that into my mantra my mantra which you taught me many years ago and i still say it is i am one with you you are one with me and we are one yes and that is that's what i say i am you and you wear me and And that's the way it'll always be is really cool so that kind of like ties it all together with like why are things so hard all the i don't know if you felt i felt a little bit of an upshift just talking about this absolutely like hopefully the listeners feel the same you're like oh i'm in a better mood now yeah (laughs) yeah exactly yeah exactly and not to pull it down to like why are things so hard but it's interesting how um the positives in our everyday moments and the little magical moments people call them yes uh in our lives how to start to pay attention to those and i guess the meditation piece has helped me to to pay more attention to those right or not hold on to them but like see it right and i say it out loud like i'm with friends i'm like look at the sunset or look at that dog yeah <laughs> so cute you yes. know or yes. smell this coffee it's so yeah. good yes or listen to the cardinal singing right now oh makes yeah. my heart sing yes You're right you know even during this podcast your bell or whatever yes my little bell i don't know if anyone heard that they chimed and i was like oh little chime. yeah, so yes. cute love it that, and that's why i have it there oh 
I have it there for that reason, so that there's a little bit of a breeze, the bell rings, and I always smile every time it does. That is so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. And like, I don't know, do you, I don't want to go too far off topic, but do you find happiness, like what, identifying what happiness really is? Um, Because I find positive moments to be happy, to make me feel happy, and I guess that is happiness, but I... To find the positive and recognize and have be grateful for the positives in life isn't happiness to me. I don't know. Is that to find the positives and appreciate something? It's not happiness to you. It's not how I define happiness. Happiness to me is kind of like laughing and loving, and but I guess it all is the same. Well, I don't it's know. about the feeling. It's about the feeling. It's yeah, not. It's not about. The... It's Mm-hmm. The, the the thought of I appreciate that, but what is that doing for you that, right now? Okay, that is that is it. It's not about the thought. It's about the feeling. That, oh my god, I'm having an aha moment. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> it's not about the thought, Adele. <laughs> it's about the feeling. Um, because we were talking about comparing and success right. and like how we compare, even yes. in the workplace, right. comparing whatever right we're always comparing you know mm-hmm. uh, against against ourselves basically because we're not here none of us are here for the same experience as osho says you know if we were all painters it would be boring if we were all pianists we it would be a boring world if we were all photographers it would be a boring world we're not meant to come in and be the same as somebody else or compare ourselves especially in today's world we do compare a lot success about money and money is such a great can be such a great divide if you choose to compare yourself in that way and as i said to you before the uh, the podcast you know how many people compare themselves to oprah Mm-hmm. because you know of, of of what she's done what she's accomplished and everything but if we were all Oprah's it would be kind of boring you <laughs> know because we'd all be having our own uh, uh super soul Sundays yeah <laughs> it's true it's and true. all want to have an Oprah show yeah and everybody would yawn and go to sleep it'd be so boring <laughs> you know but we but notice the people that Oprah has on her show People who have gone through uh, like great, great hardship and challenges and how they have overcome it. Well, isn't that success? Isn't that great to, uh, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't recall the name of the author, but I know the story about how he was born and his parents stuck him in the um, crawl space and he lived in the crawl space for 12 years like they treated him like a dog they fed him dog food hmm. he he couldn't stand I don't know up. this book yeah I'll, I'll have to i'll have to look it up for you but anyways it's just a little tidbit of an example of, of hardship that he didn't know how to talk he didn't know how to walk he he, he was living like worse than an animal yeah. like uh, you know and so the neighbors wondered why they kept on seeing the 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 people bringing dog food into the house when they never saw a dog 
And they thought, there's something going on over there that's very fishy. And so they called uh, whoever. Uh, I don't know who they were called. I don't know if they called the Humane Society or other. But anyways, they, they did come and they found this boy, I think by the time he was 12, living 12 years in the, in the crawl space. It was an awful, awful sight to behold. He couldn't talk. He couldn't stand. He couldn't walk. Nothing. So what happened to him? They took him, <clears throat> they took him, and um, over over time and everything, a lot of care. Uh, anyways, at the end of the day, the story is that he learned to forgive his parents. He forgave mm. them and now travels the world talking about forgiveness. I love that. Letting go. Letting go and, 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 and how he came for this challenge and how he rose above it and then went out to teach others about his experience and that if I can do it under these circumstances, you can do it too, mm-hmm. you know? And and so, like, what a story that is. That's, ah, that's yeah, humanity like, at its greatest. I'm humbled or something. I'm, yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, holy moly. Exactly. So... So what are we really doing here? So why would we want to compare ourselves to anybody else? Sure, you know, all these people that you see on television and stuff like that, you know, that's their thing. That's their journey. But what are you doing as a human? What are you doing with your life? What example are you setting? It doesn't mean that you're going out there and buying cars for people. Yeah. It means that maybe you're showing up. And you are helping a friend in need mm-hmm. or that, you know, it, it could be the smallest thing that makes, has the biggest impact. So don't compare because mm-hmm. our stories would all be boring if we were all doing the same thing. I love that. Mm-hmm. So to sort of wrap this up, we talked about chanting a little bit. Right. Um, and the vibrations of chanting and I'm not a chanter. Right. Uh, I went to one meditation actually that was all full of chanting and I I did enjoy it. I didn't wasn't sure if I'd ever go back, but I really like that one chant that you just said. Can you tell it to me again? Because I'm gonna use it. Yes, it's Om Madi Pa Me Om. Om Madi Pa Me Om. And one of my favorites <laughs> is uh, Deva Pramel. D E V A. Yep. Pramel, P-R-E-M-A-L. And she sings it beautifully. So Deva Pramel sings Om Madi Pa Me Om beautifully. That's yes. what you're saying. Yes. Okay, everyone. Let's do a little challenge. As soon as this is over, Om Madi Pa Me Om. Let's chant it out in your car, in your house, cleaning, running, whatever you're doing, and then see how you feel after. I have it in my car. Do you have it in your car? I have it in my car and when I'm going for a long journey or I'm I'm feeling yeah particularly frazzled for some reason, I get in my car, bam, I put it on and for okay. 40 minutes I chant. 40 minutes? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, yes. well I think 40 seconds would be good for me. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> like oh my god. Well, I have been doing this for a while. Yes, I, yes, the master. You, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I love that. Okay, well, okay. thank you so much for coming to the show. I've had. I have a lot of things that I need to sort of sit with here and absorb. 
Right. I, I feel like I'm going to listen to this podcast immediately once it comes out. So on Wednesday, I'll be listening to it again. Um, especially the, it's not about the thought. It's mm-hmm. not about the thought. It's about the feeling. It's about the feeling. Yeah. So you can, you can really then d- uh, discern between those two things. Yes. If you're thinking one way and how's it making you feel? Yes. Yes. Then you're going to change it. Yes. Because you don't want to feel like that. No, it's so good. It's so good. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for being here. Always a pleasure as usual. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Until next time. Namaste. Namaste. Okay. That was fabulous. I don't know about you, but I just love that woman. I want to give a huge shout out to my guest today, Adele Stratton. You can find her on Instagram at, at Phoenix Rising HC, on Facebook at Phoenix Rising Healing Center, or check out her website at www.phoenixrisinghealingcenter.com. If you haven't done so already, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and leave a review of my show. Your support will help others find the show and keep spreading the good word. Thank you all so much for listening. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.